Leafs podcast, one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother on TSN's Overdrive. Hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating and a review as well. That would be much appreciated. Uh, solo show again after having some guests on the last few days, but we're actually going to be doing something uh, interesting, something that I've been trying to kind of set up for a little bit, uh, but I did have to go back and do some homework and do some digging and all that, and it just kind of took some some time to set up. So what we're actually going to do, as I'll just kind of get right into it, is uh, we're going to be revisiting the over-unders from the season uh, so if, if you're a long time podcast listener, you'll know that this used to be a two man show with myself and the Zoobs. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he was unable to, to keep going with the podcast. He, uh, left around, uh, about around Christmas, I would say. And then it was kind of, y'all were stuck with me from here on out. So, <laughs> but, but I've done a decent job trying to get some guests on and, and trying to keep you guys entertained over the next little bit. But, uh, we did do some over unders at the beginning of the year. So. Word. I'm going to go through the over-unders. I went ahead and I pulled the clips of, of each over-under statement and then some clips I have for, you know, why we we thought or why I thought that uh, it was going to be over-under. So some of our um, explanations for our pick, some of them are kind of funny. Some of them are bang on, I got to say. Like I, I, I was bang on on a couple of these for the reasoning and it ended up kind of happening and, and turning out. So we'll listen to some of those. Uh, let's get right into it, and we'll start off here. The, the first over-unders category we had was goals, and the first one was Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews, over-under, 42.5 goals. 42.5 was the number that I put, and... I was wrong. <laughs> I took the under. Not only did he hit 42 and a half goals, he hit 42 and a half in a shortened season. That's another thing too. The over/unders kind of ended up getting screwed a little bit because of the shortened season. So um, there is that. So we'll kind of say, hey, if there was a full season, do you think that would have got him there or or not? But anyways, 42 and a half, he 100% surpassed that. I went under. Um, Zoobs took the over, so Zoobs won that one. I lost on the under, but this is this is why I said under. So listen to my explanation, which ended up being wrong. But this is this is why I said it. Thing about that number, though, over. If he is healthy, PPGs alone, he's going to be. I you know I I do think he's going to have a slight uptick in power play goals, and by slight I mean massive. (laughs) But the biggest thing about Austin Matthews for me isn't the fact he is totally capable of scoring. 42, 43, 50 goals if he's healthy. And I think that is the biggest issue when we're talking about this over-under thing. If he only ends up playing 65 games again, he might not get to 40. He may hover around 36, 37, 38. It all depends on his health. Does he have the skill to do it? 100%. He he, he could win a Rocket Richard trophy this mm-hmm. year. It's not out of the realm of possibility if he's healthy. And that's kind of what you're banking on with this. So you're saying over, you're projecting health. 
And I was not banking on a, a healthy season out of Austin Matthews because the two seasons prior, only 62 games, and then 68 games the year before, he hadn't broken 40 goals since his rookie season. So I thought, eh, he might, might approach the 40-goal mark if he can play himself 70 games like last year, uh, which he did play 70 games uh, this season. That was played every single game for the Maple Leafs this year. Uh, but he surpassed 42.5, 47 goals through 70 games, and he would have hit 50. Would have totally hit 50 if uh, the season didn't get cut short due to COVID. All right, let's move on to number two, over under for Johnny Tavares. Let's see what I set this one at. All right, second one, John Tavares, over under 50 goals. Had 48 last year. Oh, man. JT did not have the best year uh, for Toronto, and I, once again, was wrong. I was going off... I was riding high off of his, what, 47 or 48-goal season the, his first year in Toronto and thought, wow, another year with the Maple Leafs, another season of some more chemistry to build with Marner and Hyman. He's scoring 50, 100%. You know, if Matthews gets injured, that means that Tavares becomes the number one goal scorer on this team. He's certainly going to get 50. I was wrong. He did not hit 50. He did get hurt also, uh, but he wasn't anywhere near that. So I was wrong when I hit the over. Zoobs once again, right by hitting the under. All right, Kasperi Kapanen. Let's hear what I had for him. Moving on here, we got another one. Kasperi Kapanen. This mm. one is interesting, and I don't know where to go with this quite yet, so I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. But I got 22 and a half goals. 22 and a half goals. And this one made a little bit of sense um, with with that one because he had been approaching that. Like last year, he had 20 goals. Uh, so he was kind of approaching that number. And I thought there was a chance that he could do it at 22 and a half. But I believe, and I am correct, I took the under and Zoops took the over. And let's hear why I chose the under. And the under ended up hitting. So I was correct. Let's hear why I believed it was going to be the under. Yes, he's going to start on the line with Marner and Tavares. Yes. <laughs> and he'll be fine when he comes to, to that. But then at some point, Hyman's going to come back. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be Kapanen that gets bumped down to that third line role. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to get, you know, just enough five-on-five -five ice time to score 25 goals. I guess 23 is our number here. Um, yeah, maybe that is. That's the only thing that's yeah. holding me back from locking it in. And I'm, so, so I'm going to go with under. And the under hit, folks. The under hit. So I was correct. Uh, the under did hit. He scored 13 goals through 69 games. Wasn't going to hit 22 and a half. Uh, and I was, I was dead right. Yeah, he started the year on the second line alongside Tavares and Marner. We all know how that turned out. Not too great. And then once Hyman came, actually, it was before Hyman came back because McKay have got a little, little run with them before uh, some injuries occurred uh, throughout the lineup. But even before that, it was he really only spent a couple of weeks with them. And then, boom, kicked off that uh, second line, sent down to the third line. And then the goal-scoring opportunities just weren't there. You know, on the second power play, they didn't play all that much. The first power play played like 80% of it. And then, you know, PP2 went out and just cleaned it up a little bit. And then didn't get much five-on-five -five play. So just 13 goals through 69 games. Uh, I was correct 
on that one. Zoobs, your first one that you're wrong. I'm going to have to send him this one. I, I, I texted him in, in the other day, and I let him know that I'll be doing this. So, uh, all right, let's move on. I said Freddie Goche, six and a half goals, over under, six and a half. We both took the over. Both of us took the over. Um, actually, I, and, and yeah, so I'll, I'll explain to you why we took the over. It, it made a little bit of sense. Yeah. Once fully healthy, I guess it could be, you know, Mikhaev or, or Trevor Moore on the wings along with Jason Spezza. You know, I, I think that there's enough skill that he'll be playing with that he could literally just park his fat butt right, right. in front of the net and <laughs> yeah. hope something hits you yeah. four or five times and he ends up with, you know, five, six, seven goals by the end of the year. It's not out of the realm of possibility. No. And it wasn't. We both took the over and the over hit. Seven goals, seven goals uh, through 61 games, uh, which was another over-under, actually, that we'll get to in just a little bit. Uh, So that covers the goal portion of our over-unders. And in just a moment, we will go through the games played portion. But before we do, I do want to tell you guys all about today's show sponsor, and that is Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for your auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and then choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, price at Rock Auto are always reliably low and the same for the professionals as the do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com and see all the parts available for your car or your truck and write Locked On on their How'd You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts a car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Lease podcast. Mike DiStefano with you as we continue to go over last season's over-unders. So far, I'm 2-2 for uh, Matthews, Tavares, Capitan, and Gauthier goals. Uh, We'll see. Now we move into games played, and uh, we'll see what we have in store for this. So let's start off with the goaltender, Freddie Anderson. Games played, Freddie Anderson, mm. over under 58 and a half. 58 and a half. If you recall, the number at the time that everybody was talking about was 58 games. He can only play 58 games. So that was the number that we set. And let's hear what the answer was from myself. For him, 55 games is the number that they need to get him to. Agreed. So I'm going to go with under. And I think they do get him there. I think that is something over the course of the offseason that that had to have been a conversation between Dubas and Babcock. And I think the number is going to come around 55, maybe 56 games at the most. I can't see him playing more than 58. Like in order for it to be under, it had to be 59, 60 games. I just hope that they don't do that. I least. do too, but I don't. So. I don't. I don't buy it. Yeah, so we both took the under on that one, and the total games played coming in at uh, 52. 
52 games played. So he did hit the over or did hit the under, but it was kind of just hit the under. And that would have been an interesting one if it went all the way to a 70-game season, um, although I or 82-game season, but I doubt he would have played. Uh, he could have. I mean, seven. all he would have needed was seven of the last uh, 12 games. Or no, nine of the last twelve games. That, that totally could have happened. Totally could have happened. So that one, that one was interesting. Uh, but technically, we did hit the under. He did play under uh, fifty-eight and a half games. All right, moving on here. We're talking about Freddie Gauthier for games played. All right, Freddie the Goat over under sixty games. Over, yeah, I think. So. Zoops took the over, and I took the under, and I was wrong. He played 61 games. I did not expect the GOAT to get into 61 games. I'll be honest with you. And he probably shouldn't have played 61 games because, you know, out of the 61, I would say 54 of them, you rolled your eyes and were like, why is he in the lineup tonight? Uh, but yeah, played in 61 games this year. So I was, I was off on that one. Uh, Zoobs, you were right with the over. All right. Jason Spezza, 55 games was the over under here. And here's my reasoning for why I took the over. I am going to see what the under, I'm going to go with the over only because I think that there could be some injuries at some point in the season. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to have a full lineup pretty much all year long, I would assume. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I I was correct because, not because Mike Babcock was still the coach, but because Mike Babcock got fired a couple of months into the season because if he was the head coach for the whole year, he probably wouldn't have played 55 games because he only actually got into 58 games of the 70 that were played this season. And honestly, I think I would have lost this one if it wasn't for Sheldon Keefe coming in and uh, starting him because for whatever reason, Jason Spezza was was the guy that Mike Babcock just didn't want to play. He was this year's version of Justin Hall, Josh Levo, Frankie Corrado. You know what I mean? So uh, maybe not to an extent. He would have actually played them. He wasn't going to only play like four or five games out of the year. But, uh, you know, he, it's, it's, it's a good thing because I probably would have got that wrong. All right. Austin Matthews. Let's hear what the number was for this one because Austin Matthews, off injured player. To Matthews over under 75 games. 75. So I took the under and Zoobs took the over. Now, obviously, we know that the under technically hit because they didn't even play 75 games this year. But he actually did play every single game this season. Which was great because going into the year, that was a big concern. A big concern. And here is my answer why I chose under. I can't see it. I know. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> no, even though it's coming like, out of my mouth. Like, it's just, unfortunately, yeah. just, I know. Uh, un, I just un, he's a, kind of a frail human being. Wow. And uh, he's already has had a couple of concussions, so True. those can come back. Just a simple hit. You never know. And, yeah, I got to go with the under. I'm sorry, Austin, for calling you a frail human being. I am so, so sorry. 
man, what what you can learn about a person in in a year. <laughs> in a year. This was last October, and I was calling him a frail human. Let me tell you, uh, a year later, I do not want to be going into a corner with this guy because he will not only rough you up, but he'll come away with the puck and embarrass you while doing it. He this oh the strides that this man took this year and the fact that he was able to stay healthy is a big big reason why I think that the Leafs are in great shape going forward uh, with him as their as their top guy. All right, the next one, a backup goalie that was not on the roster by opening day, and if you recall, these over unders were actually done the night before opening night. So. As of, you know, the original roster, which at the time was Freddie Anderson and uh, Michael Hutchinson. Gross. Uh, so I uh, predicted or the, the, the over-under there was 12 and a half games by a goaltender not on the roster. So this was my answer for that one. I think they want to mm-hmm. uh, churn it. I don't know if they feel that comfortable with Hutchinson. We're... I kind of do my, myself. I, th- I think Hutchison could be a fine backup goaltender, but it just seems like for some reason the Leafs aren't that sold on him. Although he had a decent true training camp. He ended up getting a shutout with the B squad, playing <laughs> with the Marlies, yeah, essentially. True. So we'll see. Yeah, again, uh, a year later, you really just how things can change. <laughs> I mean, Hutchinson's game went south after that comment. I'm sorry. I, I jinxed him. I must have jinxed him. Because thinking back, he actually didn't look that bad during uh, the preseason. But then once he had to get out there in real games that mattered, he couldn't stop a beach ball. And ultimately, it, it cost him his job. He ended up out of the league um, and and into the minors and then traded to Colorado and then somehow, someway, got himself in a pretty good position after a couple of injuries to the Colorado Avalanche goaltenders. And he almost took them to a conference final, which is just ridiculous. But it, it happened, guys. Uh, but the answer for backup goaltender not on the roster at 12 and a half, I believe was wrong. I'm gonna, I, I got to go double check that right now, but I believe it was the under for sure. Uh, yeah, because Hutchinson ended up playing 15 games. Jack Campbell played six games. And then Casimir Kaskasuo played the one game where he got his tits lit, uh, six goals. Uh, and I believe that was against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, so, yeah, that will, I believe, conclude. Yes, that will conclude the games played portion. And uh, we'll take one more quick break. And when we return, we'll get to... The over-unders for points, and that's the one that everybody always wants to know. What did we set these numbers at for points? And I'll tell you right after I tell you all about the Built Go. It's the Built Bar's newest product. Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. Break through your wall, whether it's metal or a physical wall. Break through with Go every day. It's easy to take in one-and-a-half-ounce packages. 
Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power you through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get you through the day. Build Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. It's got three delicious flavors. You can get either peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, or chocolate mint. How's the Built Go work so well? Well, let me tell you. The Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. And the collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Visit BilkGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off BilkGo.com. Let's go. All right, welcome back to the Locked on Lease podcast. Revisiting our over-unders from the 2019-2020 season. One year later, we made these predictions back in October of 2019. October of 2019. Oh, how much has the world changed since then? Like, an insane amount. Insane amount. And my thoughts have changed so much since. Like, I don't know what was going through my head when I said, I don't know why the Leafs don't you know, have such an issue with Hutchinson. I think he's he's fine. He could, he could you know, be a decent goalie. I think within a, a week or two, uh, if I would have listened back to that, two weeks later, I would have slapped myself in the face and said, what are you, what are you saying? Calling Aston Matthews frail. I am so sorry. Saying he, he you know, Tavares would score 50 goals this year. It, it, he's not going to score 50 again in his career. I, I've I've come to that conclusion. I will never take the over for that again. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he's just not a 50-goal guy. There aren't a lot that are. Anyways, we got one last category that we are uh, reviewing here, and that's points scored. This is the fun one. Points scored. And the first one we got here is Mitch Marner. We're going to do over-under with points. Mitch Marner, over-under 100. 100 points. And he didn't even come close. Uh, He did get hurt and ended up missing 11 games this year. So I will give him that. He will at least get that from me. But even still, he was not as good as he was the season before. Uh, he had 67 points through 59 games, and he he wasn't going to sniff anywhere near 100, probably not even match his 92 from the season before if he would have been able to play uh, out the season, mostly because of that injury. Now, if he wouldn't have got injured, maybe a different story. He would, have, he would at least be sniffing and hovering around there, but that injury kind of cost him. Um, and he just, he wasn't as elite and he kind of went into a little bit of a funk at times too this year. So he was, uh, the under, under hit there. I took the under and I believe Zoobs actually took the over. So he was wrong on that one. Wrong on that one. All right. Uh, William Nylander. What do we got here? All right. Over under Bill Nye, the hockey guy, William (laughs) Nylander over under. (laughs) 70 points. Ooh, 70 points. Man, that was a good one. I like that number. I still like that number. Um, And, man, Bill... Willie Nylander had himself 
one heck of a season. 31 goals, 59 points through 68 games. He could have hit 70. He could have done it. I, however, took the under, as did Zubes, and the under did hit. But, man, he was a lot closer than I thought he'd be. A lot closer than I thought he'd be. All right. Alex Kerfoot. 42.5 was the over-under. I took the under. I took the under for everybody. What, what? I had zero, zero skepticism that this was going to be an amazing season and an amazing... T- actually, that's a lie. I actually thought this was going to be a great year. I don't know why I took the under for so many points here. Maybe I just set them too high. But uh, 42.5 was the over-under here. I took the under, as did Zoobs. But here is my explanation for Kerfoot. I'm going to go under two, but just slightly. Because he has back-to-back 40-point seasons. I think he had 41 and then 43. So that's why 42 and a half. Sure. Right in the middle, yeah. right there, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, he nailed it. But uh, I think like right around that, 40, 41, 42, and all those numbers are below 42 and a half. Okay, so 42 and a half was the number we set there. I thought, eh, probably slightly under, and it was actually... Quite a bit under, uh, 32, so about 10 points out. Uh, He did miss five games this year, plus also the additional 12 that was missed by the entire team due to COVID. Uh, But either way, I think like 20, what was he, uh, 30, where I missed this year, 32 points? Sorry, 28 points. What is wrong with my eyes today? 28 points. Would he have gotten another 14 in those games? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's what, 17 games? No, probably not. Probably not. So he wouldn't have got there anyway. So we were right by taking the under. Uh, We were right. Uh, Okay, up next. Ooh, we got a couple of defensemen. Tyson Berry. Wow, Tyson Berry. This, ooh, if you guys remember how excited Leafs Nation was when Tyson Berry first came over to the Maple Leafs for Nazem Kadri. Again, a year later, in hindsight, we know how terrible of a deal that was, possibly one of the worst in Maple Leafs history. But at the time, we thought that this was the answer to the right side. This was the puck-moving defenseman that the Leafs had been coveting, coveting for decades. This was the insanely high point projections that we put for the over-under. Over-under for Tyson Berry. Set the line at 59.5 points. 59.5. So we thought this guy had a possibility of topping 60 points. And look, that is not, not out of the question even coming into this season, like he is a terrific player and he did get 39 through 70. So we both ended up taking the under and he did hit the under. But the year before when he was in Colorado, he scored 59 points in 78 games. The year before that, 57 points in 68 games. So per game, the last two years, he was on pace to surpass the 59 and a half. Back-to-back 14 goal seasons. This year with the Leafs, just five. 
just five goals with the Toronto Maple Leafs this year. The first one not even coming until uh, Sheldon Keefe took over. That was another big issue that they had with him, too. He just didn't mesh with with what Babcock was trying to do. Um, All right. Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley. We set this number at 62 and a half points. Now, I know what you're thinking. 62 and a half. That, that seems a little high, doesn't it, for, for Morgan Riley? And no, because he had 72 the year before. 72. So I was even docking 10 points from that just because I didn't think that he was going to be able to completely replicate it, mostly because Tyson Berry was going to take some of that offense away. But still, I was being generous, I thought, with 62 and a half. Despite that, I took the under, and and, and Zubes took the over, and the under hit. No surprise, because A, he was injured, but still, only 27 points in 47 games. Went from 20 to just three goals last season. Just three goals. Wasn't, uh, Wasn't his best year. Playing hurt quite a bit, quite a bit. Uh, but here was my answer, and this was quite kind of a lengthy one for how I was or what my thought process was going into it. Because, you know, coming off of a 72-point season, you're putting the over-under at 62.5. You're docking 10 points from him? That's insane. Well, here is why I said probably not going to touch the 60-point mark this season. And it happened, but here was why I thought it was going to happen. For me... I'm going to go with the under, not because I think Morgan Riley's going to have a setback, like he's not going to have as good a year as he did last year, but I think that the addition of a guy like Tyson Berry might cut into his offense a little bit, and I don't know if he's going to be expected to be as much as an offensive force that he was last year in terms of trying to push the puck up okay. on the breakout, whether it's whatever, on the power play or or you know in five-on-five five or whatever situation that he's in. Right. I think... Tyson Berry is going to get a lot of the offensive zone faceoff starts because he's not the most defensive player, if you didn't know that already. Yeah. So we figured I that out think real quick. I'm like just slightly under, just slightly. So I was just slightly under, and he happened to be quite a lot under. He didn't even hit half of that by uh, this season, and, and he, he wasn't. I mean, like I said, he got hurt, and even when he played the games that he played, he was playing them injured, and that certainly affected his play this year. So, yeah, he was only limited to 47 games, but he only scored three goals and had 27 points in that time. I would expect the next time we do some over-unders here, um, I don't know what I'm going to set this line at, but I guarantee that Morgan Riley is going to have a much better year than he did this season. And we'll look a lot more reminiscent to what we saw in 2018-2019 when he looked like a guy who potentially could be a Norris candidate. So, I was right. Uh, he did hit the under. Uh, but And that, that does it for us today. We did do some team stats and stuff, but we're kind of running out of time here. Maybe I'll uh, in the next episode, I'll go through and do the team stats one and see where they were. Uh, how many wins I thought they were going to have, how many points, and yada, yada, yada. I think we did some league stuff as well. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I, I 
I spent a lot of time going through and recording and finding clips and finding them from that episode, and I hope that you enjoyed it uh, to kind of laugh at some of the stuff that we said back then, some of the picks that we made back in the day when I stupidly said that I was okay with Michael Hutchinson being uh, an NHLer, uh, pretty much. (laughs) That turned out to not be the case. Uh, But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You'd subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms to receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Lockdown Leafs. And if you want some more hockey talk, be sure to check out the Lockdown NHL podcast where myself and four other Lockdown hosts discuss the latest around the NHL. I'll be back with another episode tomorrow. But until then, keep locked right here on Lockdown Leafs.